I had I had planned to give a talk on the another talk on the ten um, Zen precepts uh, this morning, um, but I decided not to, and I'm going to give that talk next week. Um, today I just wanted to go over some um, old ground that we've been through before around um, how we practice and. Um, Sometimes it's nice to make a distinction between mindfulness and, 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 and compassion or self-compassion as two aspects of the practice. The, uh, the teacher who founded our school, uh, Joko Beck, put a great deal of emphasis on um, really uh, two aspects of practice. The direct experience of whatever it is we're experiencing right now in our bodies, in our physical sensations. She called that experiencing. And she uh, felt that that was a very healing practice to do. And I believe it is. To uh, do our best to open up and allow whatever it is we're experiencing in this moment to fully experience it, even if it uh, may be a form of difficult emotion or painful emotion, but to be able to um, experience that, if it's anger, to experience that anger directly in the body or feel the sensation. Whenever we sit, you know, we can get in touch with little sensations and knots, little knots and tightness and uh, in our bodies, various, and, um, and they're really good to just uh, explore and open up into and to, con and to, con and to maintain that as a central part of the practice. And the other aspect she emphasized was observation, um, observation of our um, of our thinking process, and um, sometimes she would also encourage students to label thoughts. You know, so it could be simply labeling a thought as judgment, you know, or we could be more exact and label a thought as having the thought that I think I'm a failure. You know, having the thought that I think she's a failure, <laughs> whatever it might be. Um, and that, 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 that actual practice of the act of labeling the thought immediately um, helps us to disidentify or disentangle, to no longer get caught up in the emotional content of that thought. So, for example, if we were working with anger, she would emphasize um, those two aspects, really seeing what, what, what's the judgment that's at the center of the anger, you know, what's the, what's the judgment that's fueling the flames of the anger, labeling it and coming to the direct physical sensations of the anger. And when we, when we can just be the, the, be the, the, the direct experience, it, um, it, we, we, um, we don't get caught up in it for such a long period of time, it tends to flow through us. And I mean, that's a, I mean, our practice is all about wanting to facilitate flow rather than stuckness.
and we often get stuck on judgment and thoughts, etc. And they were the t- they were the really the, the two core elements of practice that she would emphasize. The um, in the work of my teacher Barry Majid, um, uh, and in the um, the work I've done around mindful self-compassion practice has taught me that it's also nice to add an extra level to that practice. And, and that is also to pay attention to ourself. Um, so, in, you know, in Zen practice we talk about opening up to our original nature, our true nature, our, the sense in which the, uh, we're much more than our personal self. You know, when we um, when we let go of uh, all the preoccupations, the, the self-centered self usually gets caught into. We can have that subtle shift, that subtle opening into the the boundlessness of 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 life, and uh, and an opening into experience that non-separation, that lovely sense of um, boundlessness and freedom that can come. And of course, in, 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 in Joko's teaching, she would also emphasize the importance of non-separation from this moment, whatever this moment is, even if it's a tough, difficult moment we're having of suffering, to be non-separate from that. Um, but in the, uh, the, the teaching, of the, so this, what the self-compassion practice adds is also to create a a sense of holding us, our personal self, or creating a framework around, around our personal self, or an attitude towards ourself that is kind and accepting and compassionate. Um, a sense of uh, the self-compassion really getting into attending to what our personal needs are sometimes, that often we may neglect. So a sense of we're wanting to, and, and the, the healing that can come from self-compassion, the, um, for example, when a lot of, um, um, when children experience um, abuse and violence uh, when they're growing up, um, the, um, they have a much better chance of recovery from that. If there was some, just one adult in their lives, that was able to witness and, and validate that abuse that they went through. Um, so they can experience it as abuse. And uh, whereas if a child's, if the, if the abuse the child's been through, if no adult ever validates or witnesses that, then it's very hard for the child to, to see that as being anything other than just the way the world is. And they, they can't make a distinction around abuse. It's never too late. I mean, you know, we can come into a therapist's office as adults and start to get in touch with and um, witnessing in collaboration with the therapist the pain or the abuse we may have been through when we were younger. And that starts a healing process as well. And, um, and what self-compassion argues is that we can actually bring that a capacity to witness um, uh, in a way in which we cannot even without someone with us, we can witness our own um, 
whatever difficulties and suffering we're going through, we can bring a sense of sense of compassionate witnessing to that, and then attend to whatever needs that we need at that point in time to respond with compassion to our own suffering. And um, in, 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 in responding to our own suffering with compassion, we are, we, we are opening the, 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 the capacity to respond to and be with other people's suffering flows more easily. So in some ways the compassion practice is this constant healing process from whatever burdens of shame or um, uh, abuse that we carry from the past. And, um, and our Zen practice can be, a, a, we, can, we, can, we can see Zen practice as a, as a healing into wholeness. So we hold these two things like the, the, our, our true nature is already completely whole and completely perfect just as it is. And we are perfect just as we are. And then there's the accumulated, whatever accumulated pain from the past that we carry, we can gradually bring those two together so that we start to heal the pain and, um, and move towards integrating whatever difficult cut-off aspects of ourselves that we exiled in the past and bringing them back home to our true home and to our heart and healing ourselves in that process. So the practice when we're doing a um, what's called a, um, a self-compassion practice, it's, it's about really in the same way as when we are sitting practicing silent meditation and we're doing our concentration practice, whether it's a selected concentration or an open concentration, we are really, by doing our formal practice every day, it's really just sinking very slowly into our, um, into our procedural memory system, into our body memory, that we can return and we can return home to our breath. And that helps us to be present throughout the moments of the day. With, the, with, a, with a, um, a compassion self-compassion meditation practice. It's the same thing, it's the, it's the repetition of this attitude of, of kindness and acceptance towards ourselves that eventually then starts to sink into our procedural memory that becomes, we start to gradually relate to ourselves in a, in a kinder way, in a more accepting way. But when we're practicing um, compassion meditation, it's the same as silent meditation. We're, we're not practicing it to create any special state. We just want to be with whatever it is. But we're, we're just practicing a sort of sowing those seeds of, of the, that, that sort of um, leaning towards ourself naturally with that sense of kindness. So it comes to us more naturally in our everyday life. Um, so um, we'll just... Um, We'll just do a loving-kindness meditation now with self-compassion. So, um, close your eyes if you want to, or keep them open. And just take a few deep breaths to settle into your body, into the present moment.
You might like to put your hand over your heart if you want to, or wherever it is comforting and soothing, as a reminder to bring not only awareness, but loving awareness to our experience and to ourselves. So locating your breathing where you can feel it most easily. Feeling your breath move through your body. And when your attention wanders, feeling the gentle movement of your breath once again, letting your body breathe you, trusting in your ability to return to this moment. Start to notice any physical sensations of stress that you may be holding in your body, perhaps in your neck, jaw, belly or forehead. Also noticing if you're holding any difficult emotion such as worry about the future or any uneasiness about the past. Understand that every human body bears stress and worry throughout the day. See if you can incline towards the stress and difficulty in your body as you might incline towards a child or a beloved pet with curiosity and tenderness. Now inclining towards yourself, offering yourself goodwill simply because of the stress and difficult emotions that you may be holding in your body right now as everyone holds stress in their bodies. Offering words of kindness and compassion to yourself slowly and affectionately. For example, on the out-breath we can say to ourselves, May I be safe. May I be peaceful. May I be kind to myself. May I accept myself as I am. And if you notice that your mind wanders during this practice, just return it to the sensations in your body and to loving kindness phrases. If you feel swept up in an emotion, always return to your breathing. And then when you're comfortable again, return to the phrases. So let's just stay with those four phrases for a few more minutes. So I'll just repeat them again. May I be safe. May I be peaceful. May I be kind to myself. May I accept myself as I am. Just stay with those phrases for a few more minutes. 